Welcome back to Hogsmeade, the dark <laughs> Satanist bird. Wait, no, Hogsmeade is an actual thing, isn't it? What the hell is Hogsmeade? I feel like I've heard the word Hogsmeade before, but I don't know what. Welcome back to Satan Warts, the gothic Hogwarts school for witchcraft and Satanists and wrist cutting, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> My name's Roger, and I'm here to say we're back with My Immortal. Asterius, are you excited? I know that you planned this as, like, something I would hate. All of you stop being like, Asterius will hate this. Let's show him this. It's like, I want to just have a nice life. Like, I will be doing my birthday episode this month as well, which will coincide very nicely with this month's sticker. And am I going to put Sriracha through some bullshit? No, we're going to play a nice role-playing game where everybody has to be annoyed from the Domino's Pizza universe. Oh, yeah, that's not going to torture me. And I don't have to be happy about it because you were not happy about that Shadow People talk. I was not happy about that Shadow People talk. So don't bitch when I bitch. You're going to love pretending to be annoyed. You're all going to get different Noid specializations. You're going to get different Noid weapons. You're all going to have to catch that pizza. What the fuck is annoyed? Perfect. Let's just keep going. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Boomer shit. Uh, Asterios, do you remember what happened in the last episode? Because we got we to gotta catch people up. Yes, I do. Uh, we'll be reading something called My Immortal. It's, a, it's famously the worst fan fiction of all time. It was written by a woman. She very clearly has like a self-insert character, a goth who goes to a goth version of Harry Potter school, the the the, the Hogwarts school, <laughs> and uh, this girl like starts dating a goth Draco Malfoy, but then she meets Vampire Potter, the goth vampire version of Harry Potter. There's a bit of like a love triangle starting. And uh, until uh, our hero, our heroine uh, finds out that Draco Malfoy at one point probably dated Vampire Potter through the reveal of a tattoo. She gets upset. She storms out of the room. She's then confronted by what's his name? No face. Voldemort. The, Voldemort. And Voldemort's like. If you don't kill Vampire Potter, I'm gonna kill Draco Malfoy. And then, and then he gives her he gives her a gun to complete this task. Yes, and she's like, I'm not gonna do it. And then uh, the last episode left off with her finding out that Draco Malfoy had killed himself. He suicided by slitting his wrist. Uh, yeah, that's a great recap. I'm really impressed, Asterius. I didn't expect you to remember any of that. I I really enjoyed that last episode. And there's one more thing I want to say though. Earlier. In My Immortal, the main character explicitly states that, like, a vampire cannot be cut and bleed to death. And now he's been found with his wrist slit, so I think it's murder. I think Voldemort killed this guy and make it, made it look like a suicide. Oh, shit. That would be a good murder cover. Like, you get, what is it that vampires use? Silver bullets? Yeah. You could make a silver razor blade <laughs> slit Draco's wrist with it. I, yeah, I think vampires don't like silver. They definitely don't like crosses, though. So, like, you could just, like, sharpen up a cross real good. Oh, shit. Yeah, that would also work. Nice. Yeah. He, it does say that he committed suicide by slitting his wrist. I don't know why I was imagining him in a bathtub while doing this, but perhaps the Voldemort rigged the shower to spray holy water and then came in and cut his wrist. This is like a real... Uh, what are the, did you have those books as a kid yeah. where you had read like a mystery and then you yeah. had to figure out who did it? This yeah. is a real one of those. See, 
my thinking is because Voldemort clearly thinks that guns can be used to kill vampires. That they're guns with holy water ice bullets. That's what I think. Why couldn't it be a silver bullet? <laughs> Isn't a silver bullet something that kills a vampire? A silver? Okay, I think vampires, they don't, they don't like silver, but wolfmen, well, you kill a wolfman with a silver bullet. Okay, I might be confusing my fictitious monsters. Dude, there's so many ways to fucking kill vampires. Sunlight, garlic, crucifixes, holy water. They are... Oh, shit, I forgot about garlic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he filled his bathtub with garlic scraps. Yeah, that could work, too. Yeah, make a garlic razor. Okay, enough... Or garlic bullets. Oh, look, enough talking about how to kill vampires. Let's see if we can solve the mystery of Draco Malfoy's suicide. Okay, chapter 11. Oh, and I just want to say, I think you put more thought into that than the author did. Probably, yes. Chapter 11. Author's note. I said, stop flaming, you preps. See, if this chapter is stupid, it deals with really serious issues. Speak for yourself if it's stupid. By the way, thanks to my friend Raven for helping me. It's stupid. I mean, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm positive it's stupid. No, I screamed. I was horrified. Bloody Mary tried to comfort me, but I told her to fuck off. <laughs> And I ran to my room, crying. Dumbledore chased after me, shouting, but he had to stop when I went in my room, because he would look like a perv that way. Anyways, I started crying tears of blood, and then I <laughs> slid both of my wrists. <laughs> they got all over my clothes, so I took them off and jumped into the bath angrily while I put on a Linkin Park song at full volume. I grabbed a steak, smelled like the steak you eat once again, and almost struck it in my heart to commit suicide. I was so fucking depressed. I got out of the bathtub and put on a black low-cut dress with lace all over it, sadly. I put on... <laughs> You can tell this is, I mean, she's dressing for a funeral. <laughs> she's always dressing for a funeral. She's a god. <laughs> I put on black high heels with pink metal stuff on the ends and six pairs of skull earrings. I couldn't fucking believe it. Then I looked out the window and screamed. Snape was spying on me and he was taking a videotape of me and Lupin was masticating to it. They were sitting on their broomsticks. <laughs> okay. This is very out of <laughs> character behavior look snape is clearly up to something no good that's the whole thing with snape you think he's bad but he's good this guy's jerking off to a teenager that should there's no explaining that well it turns out in this one he's he seems bad and he's a pedophile snape yeah no not separate snape Ew, you fucking pervs. Stop looking at me naked. Are you pedos or what? I screamed, putting on a black towel with the picture of Marilyn Manson on it. Suddenly, Vampire ran in. <laughs> Abracadvera! He screamed at Snape and Lupin, pointing his womb. I took my gun and shot Snape and Lupin a billion times, and they both started screaming, and the camera broke. Suddenly, Dumbledore ran in. <laughs> Ebony, it has been revealed that someone has... No! He shouted, looking at Snape and Lupin, and then he waved his wand. And suddenly, Hagrid ran outside on a broom and said, Everyone, we need to talk. What do you know, Hagrid? You're just a little Hogwarts student. I may be a Hogwarts student. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Hagrid's a Hogwarts student? Is Hagrid not a Hogwarts student? No, Hagrid is the groundskeeper. Is it possible she's that someone's talking to a vampire or, or ebony? 
It literally says, what do you know, Hagrid? You are just a little Hogwarts student. Okay. I don't think there's anything ambiguous here. No, you're right. Okay. Keep going. I may be a Hogwarts student, dot, dot, dot. Hagrid paused angrily. It, okay, it definitely is Hagrid. You're right. I'm sorry. But I'm also a Satanist. <laughs> this cannot be. Snape's, oh, I guess Snape's still alive. Snape said in a crisp voice as blood dripped from his hand where Dumbledore's wand had shot him. There must be other factors. You don't have any. I yelled in madly. Lupin held up the camera triumphantly. The lens may be ruined, but the tape is still there. I felt faint, more than I normally do, like how it feels when you do not drink enough blood. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Look, I don't want to stop us every single time because okay. I love this story, but... Well, if you can't shoot them to death, then why did no fake... What's the guy's... Why did Voldemort give her a gun if you could shoot these people 40 times and they're just fine? I don't think there was any indication. Are you implying that Snape and Lupin are vampires? I mean, they're all supernatural. A vampire should be less affected by bullets than just a regular wizard. See, that's interesting because at one point, doesn't Snape say that he is a Christian? So Does I don't he? think a vampires can be Christian in this meta. Okay. All right. Keep going. Why are you doing this? Lupin said angrily when he rubbed his dirty hands on his cloak. I mean, why is she shooting him? Probably because they were creating child porn. It's of her. very obvious why, why they were doing it. <laughs> and then I heard the words that I had heard before, but not from him. I did not know whether to feel shocked and happy or to bite him and drink his blood because I felt faint. Because, because... <laughs> Hagrid said as he paused in the air dramatically, waving his wand. Then he swooped in and he was singing the tune of a gothic version of a song by 50 Cent. Because you're gothic? <laughs> Snape asked in a little afraid voice because he was afraid it meant he was connected with Satan. Because I love her. That's the end of chapter 11. So chapter 12 starts off with, I've changed my mind. I'm just going to read all the author's notes because they're very funny. I love the author's notes. And I like talking in that voice. <clears throat> author's note, stop fang. Okay, Hagrid is a pedo. Two, a lot of people in American schools are like that. I wanted to address the issue. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not... No, Snape isn't Christian. Plus, Hagrid isn't really in love with Ebony. That was Cedric, okay? Is she saying that she accidentally made Cedric Hagrid? Because that would actually make a ton of sense. Yeah. Everyone knows Hagrid is not a student at Hogwarts. He's the groundskeeper. He's the old guy with the big beard. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that is what she's trying to say. Okay. Cedric Diggory? Okay, perfect. And I believe he'd be a pervert. That's fine. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. I mean, don't thank me. Thank That's uh, why I'm thanking her. Bloody wrists. Bob, thank you too. I was about to slip my wrists again with the silver knife that Drago had given me in case anything happened to him. He told me to use it valiantly against an enemy, but I knew that we must both go together. No. I thought it was Hagrid, but it was Vampire. He started to scream, Oh my fucking God, no, my scar hurts. And then his eyes rolled up. You could only see his red whites. I stopped. How did you know? 
I saw it, and my scar turned back into the lightning bolt. No! I ran up closer. I thought you didn't have a scar anymore, I shouted. I do, but Diablo changed it into a pentagram for me, and I always covered it up with foundation, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... My scar hurt, and it turned back into the lightning bolt. Save me. And then I had a vision of what was happening to Draco. Voldemort has him bondage. But he's dead. I mean, okay, let's let's workshop this a little bit. I think maybe that was just like a hallucination. Because isn't Voldemort like a super wizard that has super wizard powers? I mean, these are all very top tier wizards. These are all S class wizards. Yes. So is that not something a wizard can do? Like put up a abracadabra smoke screen and like it look like Draco's in the bathtub? Yeah, but at some point it would have been nice if they'd established that. <laughs> I mean, that that body would then just dis- if that body disappeared and they were like, oh my god, it was just an illusion. Anyways, I was in the school nurse's office now, recovering from my slit wrist. Dra- Snape and Lupin and Harrod were there too. They were going to St. Mango's after they recovered because they were pedophiles and you can't have those fucking pervs teaching in a school with a lot of hot girls. St. <laughs> Mango's? What is that? that? I don't think that's in Harry Potter. I was really hoping you'd know what St. Sa- I'm going to look up what St. Mango's is real quick. Okay. Well, the first thing that comes up when you look up St. Mangoes is the My Immortal Wiki. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. St. Mangoes, also known as St. Mangas, <laughs> appears to be some sort of wizarding rehabilitation <laughs> facility. It might be a typo of St. Mungo's from the book. St. Mangoes is a place to get treatment from... Voldemort serum addiction. Oh no, spoilers! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! All right, well, I'm gonna look up what St. Mungo's is. <laughs> is it a rehab place for pedophiles? St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. Okay, we figured it out. There is a St. Mungo's in the Harry Potter verse. Excellent. So how dare you accuse Bloody Wrist of not doing her research? Of course, this is based on something. Yeah, I don't know how many rooms they have there for magical pedophiles, but... Magical <laughs> pedophiles. Dumbledore had constipated the video camera, and they took of me naked. I put my middle finger up at them. Anyway, Hagrid came into my hospital bed holding a bouquet of pink roses. NLB, I need to... I guess it was Hagrid. NLB, I need to tell you something, he said in a very serious voice, giving me the roses. Fuck off, I told him. You know I fucking hate the colored pink anyway, and I don't like fucked up preps like you. I snapped. Hagrid is not a prep. He's got a big, weird beard, and he lives in the woods. If anything, he's a hipster. Yes. If anything, he'd be like one of the Lumineers, like wearing overalls and with a big beard. He'd play all over Brooklyn. All right, keep going. Hagrid had been mean to me before for being gothic. So I guess that explains why <laughs> she she telling him to go fuck himself. No, Anobi, Hagrid says, these are not roses. What? Are they goths to you, poser prep? I asked because I was angry that he brought me pink roses. I saved your life, he yelled angrily. No, you didn't, I replied. You saved me from getting a Paris Hilton porno video made from your shower scene and being voled by Snape and Lupin, who masturbated. See, is dad spelled wrong? Because <laughs> she did. She yes. spelled it masticated before. Yeah, and now it is still spelled wrong. 
keep going. To it, he added silently. Whatever, I yelled angrily. He pointed his wand at the pink roses. These aren't roses. He suddenly looked at them with an evil look in his eye and muttered, Well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. That's not an MCR song. I corrected him wisely. <laughs> I know. I was just warming up my vocal cords. Then he screamed, Patulus Marengo me cremisi Romeo. For all my cool gothic MCR fans out there, this is a tribute, especially for you, Riven. I love you, girl. I'm Unoto Okeo. <laughs> wait, hang on. Wait, wait. Petulus Marengo me cremisil romancio. I'm Unoto Okeo. <laughs> Here's what I've decided. Even if we do figure out what this is referencing or what we, what it means, <laughs> we won't be happy. It sounds like a racist person imitating a Japanese way a Japanese person speaks. Okay, first off, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but second, these are just lyrics to an MCR song, My Chemical Romance. That's what that means. It's just My Chemical Romance lyrics that have been turned into a spell. What is what does she say? I will look it up. What does she say again? Petulous Marengo, me cremisil romance. I feel like I'm reading Russian. Uh-huh. Me cremisil. My chemical. Romacio. Romance. I'm Manato okay. I'm Manato okay. <laughs> I am not okay. My chemical romance. Yes. There's a song called I'm not okay, I promise, by My Chemical Romance. Well, if you want an honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you down or have you go. It's better off this way. Th See? Is the story better now because we do this stupid reference? It's not to any better. I'm not to okay. <laughs> and then the roses turned into a huge black flame floating in the middle of the air. Now and that's God. And it was black. Even better. Now I knew he wasn't a prep. Okay, I believe you. What the fuck is Draco? <laughs> Hagrid rolled his eyes. Wait, does she mean where the fuck is Draco? It just says WTF. How am I supposed to interpret that? I guess, like, isn't that the common, uh, what, what the fuck? You, I'm, I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing the story. <laughs> okay, where the fuck is Draco? Hagrid rolled his eyes. I look into the ball of flames, but I could see nothing. You see, Anabi. Dumbledore said, watching the two of us watching the flame. To see what is in the flames. Ha ha, you reviewers, flames, get it? <laughs> you must first find yourself, okay? The Dumbledore said that? Yeah. That does not sound like Dumbledore at all. This is, the grammar has gotten significantly worse, like, through the whole thing. Yeah. I have found myself, okay, you mean old man, Hagrid yelled. Dumbledore looked shocked. I guess he didn't have a headache or else he would have said something back. Hag Hagrid stormed off back into his bed. You are a liar, Profess Dumbledore. Anyway, when I got better, I went upstairs and put on a black mini dress that was all ripped at the ends with lace on it. There was some corset stuff on the front. Then I put on black fishnets and black high-heeled boots with pictures of Billy Joel Armstrong on them. I put my hair all, all around me so I looked like Samara from The Ring. If you don't know who she is, you're a prep, so fuck off. I don't know that the girl from the ring is some sort of goth icon. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is that her name? Samara? I don't even care. Yeah. No, I know what you're referencing. I mean, that's what she's referencing. But like, like I, I don't know that it goes like Beetlejuice, Billy Joe Armstrong, the girl that pops out of the video cassette you watch. <laughs> the dead demon bitch. 
and I put on blood red lipstick, black eyeliner, and black lip gloss. You look kawaii, girl, Bloody Mary said. Fangs, get it, you too. (laughs) I said sadly, but I was still so upset. I slit both of my wrists, feeling totally depressed. She just got out of the hospital for doing this, right? Yes. That's why she went to the hospital. Why does she keep doing this? Okay, maybe it's because, you remember we were talking about the silver knife? Maybe it's because knives... Okay, razor blades don't kill them, but if silver she, does. If she cuts herself with a silver knife, right? Maybe that is more life threatening to them. I'm gonna look up one thing real quick. I'm just shooting shit at the wall, seeing if anything sticks. According, I googled vampires in silver, and the first thing that came up was a website called GodsAndMonsters.com. Yeah, apparently, silver injures vampires. And there's an interesting thing, and now I remember this. They cannot interact with silver. So, like, if you had a brick of silver and you just, like, put it on a vampire's chest, they would be stuck there for eternity. Oh, shit. So they can't even, like, move it? Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Well, that that doesn't, that makes even less sense because Enobi had a silver knife that she cut herself with. So she can't interact with silver. Okay, here. What if it had a hickory handle? I was, was it a hickory-handled silver knife? That's what I'm thinking. I'm getting there. What if it had, like, one of those dagger, like, the things that you put the dagger on? Like a sheath. Yeah, and then she cut herself like that. Is that, that allowed? I think that's allowed. <laughs> okay. I think that's allowed. Yeah! You look kawaii, girl. Bloody Mary said sadly. Thanks. Get it. You do, too. I said sadly, too, but I was still upset. I slipped both of my wrists to feeling totally depressed, and I sucked all the blood. I cried again in my bedroom and put the shades on so Snape and Lupin couldn't spy on me this time. They're still alive, I then. I guess so. Okay. I went to some classes. Vampire was in the hair of magical magic creatures he looked all depressed because draco had disappeared and he had used to be in love with draco he was sucking some blood from a hovel (laughs) 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 so is vampire allowed to just kill students i guess you gotta give the author credit she knows that the funniest people to murder are hufflepuffs yeah that's true i imagine this hufflepuff was fat too (laughs) yeah exactly imagine vampire potter just like grabbing this chubby obese kid (laughs) drinking his blood Hi, he said in a depressed way. Hi back, I said in an equally sad sad way. We both looked at each other for some time. Harry had beautiful <laughs> and gothic eyes, so much like Draco's. Then we jumped on each other and started screwing each other. <laughs> Stop it right now, you horny simpletons, sounded Professor McGoggle, who was watching us, and so was everyone else. <laughs> Wait, is this in the middle of class? <laughs> seems like it. Okay. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. So you're obsessed with you're you're mad at Snape for spying on you, but you're ready to just do it in front of your professors. You know what? Control is an important part of it. If I make a sexy videotape, that's fine, but I don't want someone else doing it. Yeah, that's true. I guess if you get to choose which professors get to see you fuck. Yeah, exactly. Vampire or maybe now Harry Potter. <laughs> she did call him Harry in the last line. Stop it now, you horny simpletons, shouted Pressler McGoggle, who was watching us and so was everyone else. Vampire, you fucker, I said, slapping him. Stop trying to screw me. You know I love... Wait, to- wait. 
No, keep going. Just... Well, this was non-consensual. We don't know. It, it, it seemed like she was. It, she said we started screwing. Yeah. Well, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta just take these things as they roll. Roll with the punches. And she's running real hot and cold when it comes to having sex with Vampire Potter in the middle of Ms. McGonagall's <laughs> class. Shortly after Vampire Potter sucked the blood out of a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I don't get. Wait, so is Vampire just allowed to do that? Like in the middle of class? Because it implies that they're in. It says everyone was watching us. So are they in a public place? Yeah, they're in the middle of Mrs. McGonagall's class. <laughs> okay, I guess he's just allowed to do that then. Stop trying to screw me. You know I love Draco. I shouted and then I ran away angrily. Just then he started to scream. Oh my fucking God, no, my scar hurts. And then his eyes rolled up. You could only see his red whites. No. This is the second time she said red whites. What? Perhaps he is wearing I'm 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 running out. My suspension of disbelief has been stretched too thin. I can't come up with anything for this one. No, hey, you don't have to come up with anything. But she keeps saying he's got red eyes. Right? Yeah. Okay. But she now this is the second time she said he has red whites, meaning the whites of his eyes are red. So his entire eyeballs are just red then. Because if he has red eyes with red eyes, then it's red on red. It's just red. I mean, you're assuming that it's the same shade of red. See, when I read this, I think mm. maybe his eyes are just really bloodshot. Okay. I mean, that's possible. I get No, that is possible. All right. So when his eyes roll back in his head, they might go from like kind of like a light pink to like a dark crimson. Yeah. Terrifying. That's what I believe. That is what I'm going with, and that is what I choose to believe. No, I ran up closer. I thought you didn't have a scar anymore, I shouted. But they've been over this. <laughs> I did, but Diablo changed it to a pentagram for me, and I always cover it up with foundation, he said back. Anyway, my scar hurt, and then I have a vision of what was happening to Draco. Dot, dot, dot. Voldemort has him bondage. This, wait, this is the second time you've read this exact paragraph. You know that, right? Yes. All right, let's keep going. Special fangs to Raven, my gothic blood sister. What the fuck? You were supposed to write this. <laughs> I guess that's why the grammar gets so bad there. <clears throat> Chapter 13. Authors know Raven fangs for gelping me again. I'm sorry I took your poster, Gerald, but that guy is such a fucking sex bomb. Such a fucking sex bomb. Prep stop Fleming. Vampire and I ran up the stairs looking for Dumbledore. We were so scared. Dumbledore, Dumbledore. We both yelled. Dumbledore came there. What is it that you want now, you despicable snobs? He asked angrily. <laughs> what does he have against them? I thought Dumbledore liked them, or was at least indifferent to them. Also, why is Dumbledore calling them snobs? They're gods. I mean, he's not calling them preps. He's calling them snobs. But um, I think it's because Dumbledore still has a grudge for finding uh, Ebony and Draco fucking in the forest. And also, it seems like <laughs> they're just fucking all over the school. So I imagine they're not a fucking teacher's favorite. But Dumbledore saved her when Snape and Lupin were videotaping her naked. So maybe Dumbledore just doesn't like any sex happening, period. I mean, that's possible, but I don't know. If my worst enemy was getting uh, non-consensually filmed naked, I think I would stop the people, too. I guess that's true. All right, keep going. Voldemort has Draco, we shouted at the same time. He laughed in an evil voice. No, don't. We need to save Draco, we begged. No, he said meanly. I don't give a darn what Voldemort does to Draco. Not after how much he misbehaved in school, especially with you, N.O.B. 
he said while he was frowned looking at me. Besides, I never liked him that much anyway. <laughs> and then he walked away. But wait, but they're in his office. <laughs> Maybe he shut the door and walked away? I guess. <laughs> no, no, I'll leave you two to my office. <laughs> maybe maybe it's office hours and he's left the door open, but he is walking back into his office. Maybe he has a really big office and he's just walking very far away from them while still in his office. That's possible. It's a big school. Mm. Vampire started crying. My Draco, he moaned. Author's note, don't you think gay guys are like so hot? <laughs> The answer is yes. <laughs> it's okay. I tried to tell him that didn't stop him. He started to cry tears of blood. Then he had a brainstorm. I had an idea, he exclaimed. What? I asked him. You'll see. He took out his wand and did a spell. Then suddenly we were in Voldemort's lair. Then why did they go to Dumbledore? <laughs> Keep going. I mean, are you going to take on Voldemort by yourself? Fuck no. You can't even say that guy's name. Yeah, it seems like Voldemort's pretty effective, though. He's all, all he does is hand you a gun. Yeah, he's been, and we know guns don't kill these people. He seems like he's been pretty fucking nerfed in this. Yeah. We ran in with our wands out just as we heard a croon voice say, "A la Cadvera." It was Voldemort. No shit. End of chapter you broke into his house. Chapter fourteen. Author's note. Fuck off, preps, okay? Raven, thanks for helping again. I'm sorry I couldn't update, but I was depressed and I had to go to the hospital because I slipped my wrist. <laughs> P.S. I'm not updating until you give me 10 god reviews. Warning, some of this chapter is extremely scary. Viewer excretion advised. <laughs> Viewer what? Viewer excre excretion advised. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> We ran where Voldemort was. It turned out Voldemort wasn't there. Instead, the fat guy who killed Cedric was. Draco, you, any any guesses on that one? No, but according to Google, someone named Wormtail, who look, does look like a fat guy, killed Cedric Diggory. I, okay, I guess it's Wormtail then. Draco was there crying tears of blood. Snaketail was torturing him. Vampire and I ran in front of Snaketail. Rid my sight, you despicable preps, he shouted as he, we started shooting him with the gun. Then he suddenly looked at me and fell down with a lovey-dovey look in his eyes. In this, he is 16 years old, so he's not a file, okay? That one doesn't have an author's note, but it's just in here. <laughs> huh? I asked. Anobi, I love you. Will you have sex with me? Wait, is this Voldemort saying this? No, this is Snaketail. Okay, who's also Wormtail, who's also Peter Pettigrew. No, the fat guy is... Oh, is Wormtail and Snaketail the first person? Wormtail or Scabbers or Peter Pettigrew. Apparently, they're all the same person. Okay, well, he's not a pedophile in this one. He's 16 years old. Okay. Huh? I asked. Anobi, I love you. Will you have sex with me? Asked Snaketail. I started laughing crudely. What the fuck you torture my boyfriend and then you expect me to fuck you god you are so fucked up you fucking bastard i said angrily and then i stabbed him in the heart blood poured out like a fountain no he screamed he started screaming and running around then he fell down and died <laughs> why was why would she be concerned that we the reader would think Snaketail is a pedophile because Snaketail is a torturer who is almost immediately murdered. So why would it matter if they were a pedophile or not? I mean, it doesn't matter. No, but I guess she wants to clarify that this guy was not a pedophile. 
in this because I assume that the real snake tail or worm tail or whatever it is is looks like an old man. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I guess she's. I don't know. She's got a thing. She seems to be very sensitive about the pedophilia thing because remember in the last chapter she's like I was bringing important things to the issue. Oh, that's true. She is raising important. She's raising important issues here. Okay. You know what? And then now it actually kind of makes sense because remember how Hagrid was in love with Nob? Yeah. So she must, so Hagrid actually must be a student there. Making Snape and Lupin, who are all old, pedophiles. Okay, so so far, we have two pedophiles. <laughs> Out of four potential pedophiles, two of them are pedophiles. Okay, two are confirmed pedophiles. They're in St. Mangoes. And yeah, that, that probably explains why Hagrid didn't have to go to St. Mangoes. Yeah, because he's a kid. He's a kid. He's a student at Harry Potter school or whatever. Right. All right. Then he fell down and died. I burst into tears, sadly. Snape- Were you step? <laughs> Correct. Any questions? No, keep, keep going. Snake tail, what art thou doing? Called Voldemort. Then he started coming. We could hear his high heels clacking to us. So we got in our broomsticks and we flew to Hogwarts. Wait, did they bring Draco with them? We I went, don't know. We went to my room. Vampire went away. Then I started crying. Oh, Draco is here. All right. What's wrong, honey? Asked Draco, taking off his clothes so we could screw. He had a six-pack. Get it? Because he's so sexy. And a really huge you-know-what and everything. It's so unfair, I yielded. Why can't I just be ugly or plain like all the other girls and preps here except for Bloody Mary because she's not ugly or anything? Why would you want to be ugly? I don't like the preps anyway. They are such fucking sluts. And Draco. I I don't care about that. I just realized, and I don't know if we've talked about this, Bloody Mary is Raven's insert character. No, that's Willow. Bloody Mary is a Hermione. Damn it, I thought we clarified this. Okay. All right. No, you're right. But I th- she talks about Bloody Mary a lot. I think she should have made Bloody Mary Raven because she clearly, Raven's clearly doing a lot of this work and a lot of the editing and apparently some writing too. And I feel like Raven deserves an insert character. Yeah, we haven't seen Willow for a couple chapters now. I wonder what she's been up to. Willow was mentioned once. Bloody Mary gets mentioned all the fucking time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but everyone is in love with me. Like Snape and Lupin took a video of me naked. Hagrid says he's in love with me. Vampire likes me. And now even Snake Tail is in love with me. I just want to be with you. Okay, Draco? Why couldn't Satan have made me less beautiful? I shouted anger. Why couldn't Satan have made me less beautiful? I shouted angrily. Authors know. Don't worry. NLB isn't a snob or anything. But a lot of people have told her that she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at too many things. Why can't I just be normal? It's a fucking curse. I shouted and then I ran away. She she, she ran away? Uh, again, she's 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 just leaving this guy alone in her room. B, she just rescued him. See, he's been tortured for days. Like, this is what she's concerned about? She's got dick in every hand? Dick coming at her from all angles? Lady, this dude just got tortured. How about I ask him how he's doing? Get him a cup of blood. Get him a blanket. Something. Yeah, really. I mean, it's the implication here. Wasn't it implied that he was being molested, too? Because she said that Drake or Voldemort had him in bondage and he was getting tortured. Do you think that was a sexual thing? Definitely. Well, it's okay because Snake Tail is 16 in this. So it was not pedophilia. 
but it was non-consensual sexual torture. Yeah, well, look, unless Voldemort is also 16, then I think we're going to have to add a third pet to the list. <laughs> Chapter 15. Author's note, stop flamming, okay? By the way, you suck from no on. Every time someone flams, I'm going to slit my wrists. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Raven for helping. Ebony, Ebony, shouted Draco. No, please come back. But I was too mad. Whatever. Now you can go have sex with Vampire. I shouted. I stormed Wait, into wh- my... Wh- wh- why is she mad at him? <laughs> I don't what know. the hell did he do? I don't know. <laughs> I'm mean, like, technically, that is cheating. He was getting non-consensually sexually tortured by Baltimore. No, technically, that's not cheating. I mean, maybe she's considering it. Then non-technically, it's cheating. <laughs> I shouted. I stormed into my room. I guess she went out in the hallway and then stormed back as soon as Draco got out. A lot and, of storming in this book. And closed my black door with my blood red key. It had a picture of Marilyn Manson on it. He looked so sexy in a way that reminded me of Draco and Vampire. I started to cry and weep. I took a razor and slitted my wrists. I drank the blood all depressed. I don't get it. If you can slit your wrists, be totally fine. Why don't they just do that instead of like killing other students? I don't know. At, this is this has happened a bunch <laughs> now where like she'll cut herself and then drink that blood. It's not established if that, like, sates the bloodlust. She might just want to... That might just bring her back to normal. You know, like, when a cokehead starts smoking a lot of weed? Yeah. Like, just to get to even? All right. Nice. (laughs) Then I looked at my black GC watch and noticed it was time to go to biology class. I put on ripped black gothic dress that said anarchy on the front in blood red letters and was all ripped and a spiky belt. Under that, I put on ripped black fishnets and boots that said Joel all over them with bloody red letters. I put on my ebony black hair. I pulled my ebony black hair out. Anyway, I went downstairs feeling all sad and depressed as usual. I did some advanced biology work. I was turning a bloody pentagram into a black guitar. Suddenly, the guitar turned to Draco. Enobi, I love you, he shouted sadly. I do not care what those fucker preps and posers think. You're the most beautiful girl in the world. But they all think that. <laughs> That's the problem, Draco. Everyone thinks she's the most beautiful girl in the world. Yeah, damn it, Draco. Now we know she, why he, she's mad at Draco, because he isn't fucking listening to her. I guess that's true. You are the most beautiful girl in the world. Before I met you, I used to want to commit suicide all the time. Now I just want to fucking be with you. I fucking love you. Then he started to sing The Chronicles of Life and Death. We considered it our song because we fell in love when Joel was singing it right in front of the entire class. His singing voice was so amazing and gothic and sexy, like a cross between Gerald, Joel, Chester, Pierre, and Marilyn Manson. Authors note, don't you think those guys are so hot? <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest story I've ever heard. This is the new greatest story ever told. See you later, Bible. If you don't know who they are, then get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God, I said after he was finished. Some fucking prep stared at us, but I just stuck my middle fingers. They were covered in black nail polish and were entwined with Draco's now at them. I love you, I said, and then we started to kiss just like Hillary Duck. I fucking hate that bitch. And CMM in a Cinderella story. They both, their fingers were entwined, right? Yes. But that, but she gave him the finger. Make maybe they were holding hands. She like grasped. They were him, holding hands, and then she went like this, like pulling both of their hands up. Okay, 
All right, Sriracha and I have both just tried to do that, and that it is possible. Yeah, no, it's po- It's easy. It's possible. Yeah, but... Hmm. All right, hold on. I'm coming over there real okay. quick. Okay. No, wait, I, how do you hold hands? This is wrong. You hold hands like this? No, 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 no. It, they said the fingers are intertwined, so wait. How do we do that? How do we even do that? Exactly. Yeah, so you can do it. It hurts a little bit, but it's possible. Did we just forget how to hold hands? No, I tried to hold hands normal, but then you were like, no, it's intertwined. It specifically says the fingers are intertwined. Well, that's weird. That's a very sweaty way to hold hands. The traditional hand holding, just one hand and the other. This finger intertwined, you're getting all that in-between finger sweat there. Pretty a lot of stress on the joints, but we did try it. It was awkward. But we could flip off the prep. Awkward, but possible. That's my favorite flavor of correct. Also, don't you think that's a bizarre reference to drop in here? Hillary Duff and Chad Michael Murray? Yeah, because she says she hates Hillary Duff. It should be like that time Marilyn Manson kissed that rat. Yeah, something like that. And that's like the preppiest movie ever. Chad Michael Murray is like a, the star quarterback in that movie, I think. Well, isn't Hillary Duff married to the My Chemical Romance guy or something? Or? She was dating him. But in the movie A Cinderella Story, Hillary Duff plays a waitress at a diner and she's got an evil stepmom and two uh, bimbo stepsisters. And the mom is like, you got to work at the diner for no money all the time. And we hate you. And, oh, it's the day of the prom. You want off for the day of the prom? Fuck you. You're working at the diner. So she continued, for some reason, she doesn't just say fuck you and go to the prom. She, um, and, and her sisters know that she's not allowed to go to the prom. So she, and then the nice lady that works at the diner is played by Regina King and is implied to be uh, her fairy godmother is like, yo, fuck that bitch. Go to the dance. So she goes, but she's like, ah, fuck. If my stepsisters see that I'm there, they're going to know and they're going to bitch on me and then I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, fun fact also, the mom, the evil stepmom is played by that uh, Polish lady in Two Broke Girls. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Uh-huh. National treasure. So uh, foolproof disguise plan. She puts on a mask and then she goes to the dance because it's like masquerade themed. She's like, oh, nobody will notice me here. And then she sees Chad Michael Murray and her and Chad Michael Murray fall in love. But then she suddenly has to rush home because I forget why. Either the prom was ending or the sisters were leaving. She's like, fuck, I have to get back to that diner. So she rushes back and she makes it. And then Chad Michael Murray comes to the diner. And I don't remember the rest of the movie, but they do end up together. Okay. Um... Wouldn't it be great if that diner got robbed? Oh, yeah. And then Jennifer Coolidge was like, I tried to tell you. It's very important for you to watch the diner. We're homeless now. You're the queen carrier, Hillary Duff. When you leave, everyone... That's a Higurashi joke. There you go. One person who got that, that one's for you. Boink. Well, now I know what it feels like to be talking to me. <laughs> Someone just making references only to amuse themselves. <laughs> we started to kiss just like Hillary Duff. I fucking hate that bitch. And Chad Michael Murray in A Cinderella Story. Then we went away holding hands. Lupin shouted at us, but he stopped because everyone was clapping by how sexy we looked together. Then I saw a poster saying My Chemical Romance would have a concert in Hogsmeade right then. We looked at each other all shocked and then we went together. Didn't they already go to a My Chemical Romance concert? Yeah, My Chemical Romance plays in Hogsmeade a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they're just doing like a two-night engagement at Hogsmeade. 
Maybe everything that's happened up until this point, it's just happened in like one day. I mean, oh my God, if this all happened in two days, holy shit. I mean, there's kind of, it. you could pack all this in. All right, let's think about this. Draco, they go to band practice. Draco has committed suicide. Uh, then she dresses up in even gothier clothes, gets a videotape, tries to kill herself, goes to the hospital, gets out of the hospital, rescues Draco, comes back. You could do that in a day. If you're a wizard, you could absolutely do that in a day. Yeah, I guess if she can teleport herself to the hospital to get her fucking slit wrist. Pash up what will happen at the Hogsmeade concert. Will Voldemort be there? Will Draco and Ebony finally break free from this lug triangle of vampires slash Harry Potter? We'll find out on the next episode of My Immortal. We interrupt this gripping narrative to bring you present time. Mysterious, it's present time. Hell yeah. Our listeners send us presents um, from all over the place. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're shit. So today we're going to unbox these loot boxes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This first loot box is an envelope full of drugs, I believe, from a gentleman who I'm not going to say his funny internet username, but gentlemen, you got fucking nuts of steel. Because let me tell you, not only did he send this via USPS, but he also wrote his return address (laughs) on it. Like, oh my God, you got nuts the size of fucking basketballs to do something like that. In here we have a book. I wonder what could be in that. And a watercolor paint set. Oh, that's adorable. Okay. Now, inside this book is a recipe for grandma's cookies. Isn't that nice? All right, so Siraj is holding up a notebook, and on the front it says, Grandma's Cookie Recipes. All right, now open that book. And inside this book, there are drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So what this listener did was they... You ever see, like, in a movie where, like, someone has a gun or a flask hidden in a Bible... They took a marble notebook and just like sliced out a shitload of pages and then put a giant envelope full of drugs in there. <laughs> Dude, this must have taken a long time now that I think. Have you ever tried to make yes. a secret hiding thing? It takes forever. I, you get bored immediately, yes. <laughs> Man, this dude has dedication. He seems really into shrooms, though. Okay, so this, this book comes with a user's guide. Would you like me to read that? Please. <laughs> Greetings, Asterius and Rancho, but mostly Rancho. I hope this package finds you well. Enclosed are three carefully curated doses of ca- cutumus mushrooms, the magic variety. I guess this is like this is like a charcuterie board of drugs. Awesome. <laughs> carefully, ca- carefully match them with the flavors, each with an intended use setting and a case. This is the most in-depth gift I've ever been given. It is amazing. I can't wait to read this. Each with an intended use setting in case, and an order in which I think it would be best to do them. The order is, number one, 3.5 grams, a.k.a. one-eighth. This is generally considered to be one of, the one of, if not the best, intro psychedelic experiences. It will produce moderate to intense visuals, you will get insanely giggly, and you'll feel like you're starting to figure the universe out. <laughs> Recommended activities, watercolor paints. That's why he included the paint set. Yeah! <laughs> 
the kids kind. Light yoga with those cheesy yoga studio music. Watch a slow movie with good visuals. For in the uh, example he used is 2001: A Space Odyssey and. Baraka and Samsara are highly recommended. The less plot, the better. Or a nature documentary about birds. You'll love birds even more than you do right now. I didn't think that was even possible. Also, dumb humor becomes insanely funny, so maybe watch a Big Bang episode or something. (laughs) Do not go out in public on this dose, even with a chaperone. If you want to try to go in public, instead, you should try number two, 1.5 grams, the color booster. Once you try the eighth, this will seem like baby shit. But trust me when I say that will change if you go out in public. (laughs) I would recommend a park or a petting zoo. Scope out where the animals look happy first. (laughs) All colors will seem more intense. Weight will become fascinating. Maybe that's water. I don't know. If you go in public, avoid loud places and even moderate crowds. Recommended activities. Hiking, camping, touring an art gallery, playing a simple game or sport. Like pool, bocce, darts, bike riding. Find yourself a place with lots of birds. (laughs) This one's my favorite so far. This is great. And now here's the scary one. Five grams. I want to see the face of God. Do this at home, preferably in bed, with the lights off or dimmed. Play quiet, soft music, or in nature sounds. Odds are you're going to regress into your own little world and not want to be disturbed. If you have those multicolor LED light strips, maybe set those to cycle through all the pretty colors. You know, I've been meaning to buy those anyway. Now you can buy those you can get stoned off your ass and stare at them. Recommended activities. Meditate, chant mantras, play with a Tibetan singing bowl or any bowl you have that makes that rings for a long time when you play it. Watercolors, watch a trippy fractal video on YouTube. There is a chance that this dose will make you uncomfortably introspective use with caution. General guidelines. One, make shroom tea. And there's a there's a recipe for shroom tea here. I'm not gonna read that. Number two, even if you don't make the tea, be sure to always take them on an empty stomach. Step three, have something light to eat for when they start to kick in so you aren't hungry through the whole trip. I eat a peanut butter sandwich, usually. (laughs) Step four, set aside eight to ten hours total for the trip. And that has a little uh, asterisk. You won't be tripping the entire eight to ten hours, but that's roughly amount of time from ingestion to calm down. Total for the first trip, and you're going to want to sleep when the trip is over. So the first time you do it, try to do it at like the end of your day. Some people find their way, their day is going, before the trip flavors it. So maybe reschedule if you're having a really bad day beforehand. Keep notes or dictate them. All right. Well, I tried to make one book safe with this and failed miserably. Oh, I think you did a really good job. <laughs> I have. I hope you have a wonderful time with these goodies. And if you do, let me know if you want more. Thanks for all the laughs and one... And I hope this makes for a rad podcast content. Maybe make a tripping a regular thing and make a separate Patreon podcast about it. You're the psychonaut here. I can't tell you what to do. Oh, shit. One last thing. You're probably going to cry with happiness a bunch during your first trip. So even if you opt to take the smallest dose first, don't do it in public. Sorry for the schizo scribbles. Your buddy, silly internet name. Oh, man. Let me tell you, you want to know the most interesting part about this? This has scared me off shrooms more than the Psychonauts wiki. I don't want to see the face of God. Well, you don't have to take five grams. Maybe start out microdosing. I'm gonna I'm gonna do them, I think, in the order that he recommends. Okay. But I need you to chaperone me while I take them. What do you think I'm gonna do? Abandon you? You're gonna be on, <laughs> be on troops. I'll be there. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, that one sounds really good. I wanna watch uh, Big Bang Theory or something. Look, 
I don't think it's possible to make the Big Bang Theory any funnier than it is. So if these magical mushrooms could do it, oh, holy shit, maybe I should try them. Is there any chance this will kill me? Yes, yes, there is. Funny internet guy, can you tell me what like the chance is? How, would, how many shrooms do, have you taken and survived? Call into the podcast, please. Oh, what a good gift. Thank you very much, internet man. Right, so Sriracha and I are going to be taking a trip to the desert pretty soon. And now the question is, how do we get the mushrooms on the plane? Gotta boof them. That, I was thinking maybe you could, like, shove them way up there, right? I mean, he instructs us on a way to make mushroom tea. So, oh, shit, that wouldn't work. Maybe if you filled a bunch of 100 milliliter bottles with the mushroom tea. That would work. I still think, and this is something that I pitched the other day. That you shred up the mushrooms until they're like pretty much dust. And then you cover a bunch of M&Ms with them. And then you just bring on like your trail mix. Like I always like to bring Gorp. I like to save my, I don't want to buy the snacks on the airplane. Like who's going to take away your trail mix? Holy shit. You know what I just realized? You can bring sandwiches. That's what I'm saying. So we don't even need to shave them up. Just bake a peanut butter sandwich, put the mushrooms on it. That's how this guy likes to do it anyway. And bam, you got a you got a sea god sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna take a look at those sandwiches. They're gonna be like peanut butter and mushroom. This is disgusting. You're a bunch of addicts. The M and M's plan is perfect. Just those be dusty M and M's. That's true. I mean, these do look. These don't look anything like the mushrooms that you put in a salad or anything. So you want to show them to the camera? No, I do not. I've noticed that you've been trying to. Any particular reason? Because I don't want a screenshot of me holding like, hey, guys, look at my drugs. You know what? There you go. There. This is all, actually, this has all been satirical. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. This is all satire. This was completely a joke. None of this is true. All of this is fake. Uh, nothing happened, and it's all satire. This is a comedy podcast. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, listeners, if you want to send Sriracha any birthday presents, you know what? Uh, and we're going to say, maybe no more drugs. Yeah, guys. Uh, I'm I'm truly astounded that one of you did this. And while I respect your gusto, nobody do it. I mean, nobody do it in Minecraft again. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> there are so many mushrooms. I've never seen this many mushrooms in one place. This is incredible. We're set on, no one send us drugs. But if you want to send us, I don't know, it's other stuff that you might like, you can send it to P.O. Box 90700, Brooklyn, New York, 11209-9997. Send it to Care of Asteros Coconuts or send it to Spite Incorporated. Oh, you know what I want as a birthday gift? Listeners who didn't get me a birthday gift. Uh, I want this PlayStation 2 game called Aqua Aqua that I can't find anywhere. So I've been having these nostalgia cravings for a while. Tell me about the game. It's like it doesn't even exist anymore. It was a puzzle game that was similar to 3D Tetris where you needed to build mountains and like mountains and lakes would fall and you needed to use the mountains to enclose the lakes otherwise the lakes would overflow off the board and drown the cute little aqua aqua thing no it was very sad all right well hey if you know where we can find aqua aqua or if you have anything that's not look we got away with it this one time I, I I think the second time, I don't know how many times you get lucky with Operation Mail a Drug. I mean, this guy is clearly a pre- clearly this is not his first rodeo. Yeah, I know this guy. This guy, big balls the size of grapefruits. Hey, well that'll do it for this week's episode of the Last Podcast. We will be back with more My Immortal 
next week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Take care. Woo! Bye. 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 That was a week. Bye.